These basic building blocks have bedazzled billions of budding brains since birth, basically. Perhaps no toy has penetrated popular culture quite like these classic, curious, colorful creations from our childhood. Sharing is caring. We'll get lost in the long-lasting world of Lego on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. You got it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting edition of FYI. It's always a pleasure to have you on board, and I can't believe it. We are just trucking along. To truck along es mover hacia adelante. We are in the fourth season of the show, and boy, we have done so many topics. And boy es chico, pero en este caso es madre mía. And remember... I'm always eager, con muchas ganas, to hear different topics. So make sure you send me your suggestions. And today we're going back to our childhood. Why not? Who doesn't want to go and relive their childhood? We've looked at a lot of episodes in the past where we have talked about our inner child, nuestro niño interior. Well, this episode is no exception. And anybody who knows me as a person, and that's most of my patrons, I would say, You guys know that I am a big kid. My inner child is alive and kicking with no plans of dying down. And don't worry, to die down no es morir, sino ir perdiendo fuerza. And just a quick reminder, we have an episode on toys if you want to hear about all kinds of different toys. But I thought Lego deserved their own episode. I mean, they have movies, they have theme parks, merchandise, and everything else under the sun. But as always, we're going to start out with our intro. Because I like to put a lot of vocabulary into the intro. I didn't do that on purpose. Into the intro. I started off the intro by saying these basic building blocks. And let's look at the word these and this. Please tell me you don't pronounce them the same. This, uno, este, and these, estos, plural. This is page one in the Vaughn Systems Manual. And you'll be surprised at how many people write this people. Sería these people. So remember, this, singular, and these, plural. And these are building blocks. Speaking of building blocks, because obviously building blocks are children's toys. But also, building blocks are the foundations of something. So when we talk about atoms, atomos, for example, we're talking about the building blocks. And then I said they have bedazzled billions. And to bedazzle, I love that word, deslumbrar, I think would be an appropriate word in Spanish. They've bedazzled billions, miles de millones, of budding 
brains. And the word brain is cerebro. And the word budding, well, I think we looked at that in the gardening episode. So if something is budding, está floreciendo, incipiente, en sus tiernes, budding brains. Well, hey, I needed a lot of bees. Then I said, since birth, basically, perhaps no toy has penetrated popular culture quite like these classic, curious, remember, no es curious, it's curious, colorful, coloridos, creations from our childhood. And your childhood is your niñez. And then I said a very common idiomatic expression. Sharing is caring. El que comparte demuestre que realmente le importa. It means that sharing is a good thing. Another way to say that is share and share alike. These are things that we talk about with children when they're learning to share. Because when kids are my daughter's age, everything is, it's mine, this is mine, that's mine. I'm like, baby, that's a public fountain. It's definitely not yours. And then I said, we'll get lost in the long-lasting world of Lego on this week's episode of FYI. And remember this, there is no plural. Well, yeah, there is, but it's Lego. It's not a regular plural. So you don't say, I'm going to play with Legos. Well, not according to the company. It's Lego in the singular and the plural form. And the word Lego is a fusion of two Danish words. Have you heard the word Danish before? Danish is Danes. So somebody from Denmark is Danish. And it comes from two words. The word leg, que no es pierna en danés, it's play, jugar and got, which is good. So their motto, su eslogan, it's pretty simple. Play good, juega bien, which goes back to the whole sharing is caring thing. We'll start out with a couple statistics just to give you an idea at how huge this phenomenon is. And then we'll take a look at some of the history, fun facts, and we'll also look at expressions and so much more. Just remember, everybody, there's a bonus episode available every week. So you get an hour English class based on on a topic. And if you want to join me and review these different shows and have a monthly master class, well, then you should go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and take a look around because we have got a curious community that's growing every day. So remember, if you want to be a part of it, you want to have bonus stuff, you want PDFs with all the vocabulary, plus we're having events and all kinds of giveaways. Giveaways is obsequios. I always forget that word. Vamos, cuando regalamos cosas. So I'd like to send a shout out to all my patrons, especially my super duper students, Javier, Roberto, David, Jose, Maria, Mila, Alex, and Edgar. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Isa, Paco, Diego, and Carmen. If you guys want to find out more, go on over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and join us. 
Now let's get back into those statistics I was talking about. Oh, and there's one I used to make a mistake with in Spanish. Because you say estadística con D, ¿no? Well, we say statistics. Sin E y sin D. Reemplazamos la D con una T. All right, well, let's start with a little trivia question for you guys. How many different ways do you think four, no, excuse me, six Lego bricks can be combined? So let's say you had six Lego bricks in front of you right now. How many different ways could you combine them? Could you put them together? Did you say a million? Oh, much more. All right, 10 million. Nope. Y fijaos, no digo 10 millions, sino 10 million. No, you can combine six Lego bricks 915 million different ways. Now, talk about creativity and being able to do things your way, a tu manera. Also, 1,300 Lego pieces are made per second, por segundo. That calculates to 78,000 pieces per minute. And anybody good at math? Can you get the per hour? How many Lego pieces are made per hour? 4,680,000 Lego pieces are produced per hour. And many of their manufacturing plants, sus fabricas, I think you say, are located in Denmark. We already said Denmark. Hungary, and the people in Hungary are Hungarian, and also in the Czech Republic, Mexico, I mean, all over the world. Here's another trivia question. How many employees do you think the Lego group has? Or how many people do you think they employ? We can use it as a verb, to employ. Then you've got employee, who's the worker, and the employer, which is the person that signs the paycheck. La, la entidad que te firma tu nómina. Do you give up? ¿Te das por vencido? There are 18,000 employees working at the Lego Group. So that's a lot of people. And remember, they're not all just molding bricks. They have to have a marketing department. And let's not forget, Lego is so much more than just bricks. But right now we're talking a little bit about the bricks. How many different colors do you think there are in production? Hmm, we're going to see how well you guys know your Lego facts. 60 plus. So that means there are more than 60 colors available. And remember I just said that they have people making the different molds. Well, supposedly the mold is so accurate, the mold they use to make these Lego bricks, that it is accurate to the width, la envergadura, I think you say, of a single human hair. And they refer to this as clutch power. And to clutch something is como agarrar. And if you think about it, no matter how many times you put these bricks together and take them apart, they still seem to have a perfect fit. Well, according to the people at Lego, that's called clutch power. Also remember the word clutches Embrague. And another thing that makes Lego really cool, not just that they're so accurate and that 
precision, accuracy, all of those ideals are important to them, but also they stay true to who they were from the beginning. They haven't changed over the years. So you could have a Lego set from your parents, let's say from 1956. Well, that will still fit with the Lego bricks that were made as we speak. So that's something too, because you look at companies like Apple and they're constantly changing their own products. So you can't use the same headphones with a phone you had last year, not Lego. And I like that. I'm a traditionalist in certain ways, especially when it comes to toys. And we'll learn in the bonus part just how much we can learn from these educational toys. But right now, let's take a look at some of the history. They were invented by a guy named Ole Kirk Christensen, and he created the Lego Group in the year 1932. As I said, he was a Danish carpenter, a carpenter, evidentemente, es carpintero. ¿Y pájaro carpintero? A woodpecker. Sí, solo hay que pensar en <laughs> Woody Woodpecker. Well, he started making wooden toys in 1932. It wasn't until 1949, though, that he patented the famous interlocking wooden version of the Lego brick. So there's an interesting fact too. The original Legos were not made of plastic. They were made of wood. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> wood, wood. Okay, a really bad joke. Y thunk no es una palabra. Sería who would have thought it. Pero como se dice como en plan estupefacto, como no me lo creo, we usually say the word incorrectly. Es frase hecha. Who would have thunk it? And from 1949 to this day, the company has continued to evolve. As I said, they don't just make toys. But we'll talk more about the theme parks and the movies a little bit later. I want to talk about licensing because intellectual property is big business. Es un gran negocio. And the first time that they worked in this business was in 1999. They licensed it to Star Wars. And well, we, as we see, that really worked. And now that's just one of the many intellectual properties. But it all started with Star Wars in 1999. And you know what? Thinking about it, it, it seems like they've been doing it for much longer than that. But also remember, they had ones like the Taj Mahal, you know, like the Seven Wonders of the World and the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty. But this was the first time it was based on a movie or, as I said before, intellectual property. And Boba Fett from the Star Wars Cloud City Lego set is one of the most rare and most collectible Lego minifigures in the world. And I was taking a look online. Some of these go for a lot of money. And to go for is se venden por mucho dinero. Let me give you an idea. The Millennium Falcon, speaking of, of uh, football, no. Speaking of Star Wars, the 2018 Millennium Falcon, which isn't even that old. I'm not talking about a toy, a collector's item from 1977. I'm talking about something that's just a few years old. And right now, if you can get your hands on that in mint condition, mint es condición de fábrica, buenísimo, 800 bucks, 
Guys, we're talking about little pieces of plastic. So some people get Lego and they don't really put them together and take them apart. They keep them in the box, which is another way to enjoy Lego. Now, I have to say, I've never been good at collecting things because I had a, for example, I had a Buzz Lightyear in the original box. I couldn't keep it in the box. My daughter and I wanted to play with Buzz. But I get it, though. Again, some of these stats might change since there are always records being broken, and that's the way it works. But at the time of the recording of this show, the most expensive Lego minifigure is the 14-carat gold. What? Carrot? Thanaorias? Well, no, no, no. Quilates. It sounds the same. They're spelt differently. See, guys, this is something that you'll find in the PDF documents. So remember that if you're a patron for as little as three euros a month, you guys can follow along and look at all the vocabulary I'm saying as I say it. And hopefully you'll repeat it aloud. Well, this mini figure this Star Wars 14 karat gold C-3PO is said to be worth 200 bucks. And I know what you're thinking, 200 bucks? That's peanuts. Guys, we're talking about something that's smaller than your pinky, and your pinky is tu dedo pequeño. But there are only two of these characters in existence. Another first was in 2003, they made these NBA basketball minifigures. And that was the first time they based any Lego products on real people, such as the late, El Difunto, Kobe Bryant. But that wasn't the first minifigure. That was the first minifigure who was a celebrity. The first Lego minifigure ever was a cop. A cop is a police officer, and he was part of the Lego Town theme, which came out in early 1978, when I was just one year old. Oh, and I just said records are being broken every day. When I was preparing the episode, I googled uh, Guinness Records with Lego, and I got 6,784 results. I'll give you some of the ones I came up with, but again, these are constantly being shattered. Yeah, to break a record is una cosa, and to shatter it is destrozarlo, pero en mil piezas. The largest Lego set ever sold was the Lego Taj Mahal, which I mentioned earlier in the show. It had 5,922 pieces. The Land Rover company recently set the world record for the largest Lego sculpture, the most bricks. Now, I know, I just said the other one had 5,922. Well, that's the largest Lego set ever sold. This was one that was done for a publicity stunt. Esto es como para atraer atención. So they built a replica, and this replica was built for the unveiling. A veil is something that covers something. So if you unveil it, you're showing it to everybody for the first time. So they unveiled a new SUV, un 4x4, and they made a replica of the Tower Bridge in London. And this is a 13 
18 meter replica. Again, the difference between this and the Taj Mahal is you can buy the Taj Mahal set. This was done with a company and with permission and the whole nine yards. Y todo eso. Also, remember we said people have their own collections. There's a, a guy, Fabio Bertini. He is the current record holder at the time of this recording for the most minifigures at home and this guy is in san marino and he has a collection of 3310 mini figures and he's not counting the ones that he has two of the duplicates so that's a lot of lego figures i mean how do you find the one you're looking for when you want it and some of the ones from his collection are from the 1970s. So in the Lego realm, in El Mundo de Lego, this guy is a legend. And the most expensive Lego was a two by four Lego brick. Now two by four is two inches by four inches. Acuérdate, nosotros usamos pulgadas. So two by four Lego brick which was crafted in 14 karat gold. I already mentioned this one to you, but I didn't tell you the price there. How much do you think it cost? How much do you think it went for? Why don't you answer me using a full sentence? It went for, and this was at an auction, an auction is una subasta. It went for $12,500. And that is pretty cool. And what makes this brick so special? Well, it was a brick, this gift brick that they gave to their employees who were working for the company between 1979 and 1981. Now, I've gotten some really nice Christmas baskets from my company. But gold? A, a block of gold? I think I'm working at the wrong company. And beware of knockoffs. A knockoff is una copia. Of course, if you've got something that works like that, a lot of people are going to check it out and try and do the same thing and possibly sell it for cheaper. But Lego is the biggest brand. It's when you think of these building blocks, you think of Lego. But they weren't the first ones to do it. There was an English toy maker, a woman named Hilary Fisher Page, and she invented these similar building bricks in 1936, and they were called Brie Plaques. Well, later they renamed them to Kitty Craft Self-Locking Bricks. But Lego wasn't going to have that. They said, no, 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 man. We're the most popular. Even though you came first, we perfected it. Perfeccionar. So in 1981, they acquired the residual rights, los derechos residuales, in the Kitty Craft brick designs in a court settlement. So they took them to court and Lego won. I guess that's why this episode is about Lego and not Kitty Craft. And that's not the only lawsuit or settlement they've had. Recently, they won a major intellectual property lawsuit against a huge counterfeiter 
in China, a company called Lepin, and they were trying to do their own knockoff of Lego. And Lego found out and they went after them. So there's something we can say here. Lego must have good lawyers. But putting all the drama aside, because any major company has its share of drama, this company has reminded many of us of our childhood, even our parents of their childhood, and who knows, maybe generations to come. And as we said, there are a lot of imitations, but as we say in English, accept no imitations. And I'll tell you the same thing with FYI. There are a lot of English shows out there, but there's only one FYI, accept no imitations. I sure hope you'll join us in the bonus part of today's FYI.